0: Shopify. Yet, yeah, is Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. Including our very own T-Boy merch store. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your physical retail store? Shopify POS is like a command center for your store, both in-person and and online. Shopify is a powerhouse selling partner. Their user-friendly interface is your source of truth for your sales, your inventory, and your shipments. Plus, there's the Shopify tools for Instagram and TikTok marketing campaigns. Shopify offers hardware to let you accept every payment and customer service to solve every problem. If you're selling something, you should sell it with Shopify, like we do. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tboy, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash tboy to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify .com/tboy Fabric by Gerber Life. Yeti's Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high-quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. You can go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes with no health exam required. When Jack and I became dads, we got term life insurance. For 20 years, our family will be protected financially. So we pay a tiny premium monthly so that our family gets a payout if like the worst should happen to us. For the next 20 years, and that brings us huge comfort. So join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their families. Apply today in just minutes at meatfabric.com slash tboy. That's M-E-E-T, fabric.com slash T-B-O-Y. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. Sundays for Dogs. Yeah, it is. Do you know who Sundays for Dogs was founded by? Well, it was a practicing veterinarian who wants dogs to live happy and healthy lives as long as ever. Sunday's dog food contains 90% meat, 10% superfoods, and 0% synthetic stuff. Yeah, Jack's actually been feeding it to River for a while now, and apparently she like storms into the kitchen, right, Jack? As soon as she hears those air-dried slabs of meat hit her bowl, she's wagging her tail running in. So, Jack and I love dogs on this show, and we love you. So, we're offering 40% off your first order of Sunday's dog food. Go to sundaysfordogs.com slash tboy or use code tboy at checkout to get 40% off. That's sundaysfordogs.com slash t-boy. This is Nick. This is Jack. Welcome back. It is Monday, November 6th. And today's pod, it is the best one yet. It's a T-boy, Jack. Last week, the stock market had its best week so far of all the year. The best week of the year. Yet, he's the S&P 500 rose 5% last week. Not too shabby. 5% in five days in the stock market is win to celebrate. Sit down, stand up, and put the McRib back on the menu. There we go. A non-win to celebrate. I got chapped lips. It's that time of the year, my lips are going to be addicted to chapstick. It's going to be dry out there. I don't know what to do. It's a brutal season, isn't it? I'm going to send you some gummy bears. I feel like gummy bears can hit to fix the situation. <laughs> I need some Ricola, too. I'm sending you both. It's not a dry heat it's a dry cold. Doctor's orders, let's get this guy a prescription for gummy bears. First story, what do we got on the show, Jack? After 20 years, can the pumpkin spice latte still drive sales? Well, Starbucks' earnings report just gave us the answer. But the bigger story is how the pumpkin spice flavor almost never happened. Cliffhanger. Second story, what do we got, Jack? For our second story, Clorox just had its worst quarter ever because it was crippled by a cyber attack. Cyber attacks, they've become the natural disasters of Business And our third and final story is Sam Bankman-Fried. He was convicted of seven federal crimes. He is officially Sam Bankman-Fried. And the biggest red flag of all was his clothing. But yetis, before we hit that wonderful mix of stories. Fantastic mix of stories, Jack. We're checking out Hoarders' Almanac, week 190. Hoarders' Almanac, week 190. Things we're running out of in the economy. Jack and I been keeping track for you. This week, we're running out of LOL. LOL. yet he's the acronym LOL, you know, laugh out loud. For years, we've all been texting and messaging LOL. Yeah, apparently we are MIA of LOL. And if it's really funny, LOL, 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 LOL. Yeah, a couple more LOLs. (laughs) Because Yetis, millennials, we love LOL. Because millennials, we invented the LOL. (laughs) Yeah, Jack and I jumped in T-boy style. According to Vice Media, the first ever LOL was LOL'd in an internet chat room back in 1988. 1988, the year Nick and I were born. Great year. It's a millennial year. And LOL has defined our generation's communication ever since. LOL. Not to be confused with lots of love, by the way. Good point. You don't want to LOL when Nana's in the hospital, do you, Jack? No. My, although my father-in-law once said, Nana's in the hospital, LOL. Well, like, what's going on? LOL is laughing out loud. It is not lots of love. But get... This, Yetis. According to the New York Times, LOL's usage is disappearing. Get that! Gen Z apparently does not like the LOL. Instead of LOL, Gen Z prefers I-J-B-O-L. Yeah, Gen Z isn't LOLing, they're IJBOLing which stands for I Just Burst Out Laughing. I Just Burst Out Laughing is replacing Laugh Out Loud. IJBOL replaces LOL. But Jack, can we sprinkle on a little more context to IJBOL? The origin of IJBOL is a surprising place. It began in Korea. Uh, Apparently, Korean kids watching K-pop began texting IJBOL in order to express laughter. Yeah, IJBOL, the new thing to text, It came from Korea, even though it's English. And now it's going viral in America. And it makes sense, because we've all typed LOL so many times, we're not even actually laughing out loud anymore. If you do laugh out loud, honestly, it really starts with a burst. So yetis, this week when you're texting your buddy Timmy and you start to laugh? Do not LOL. Don't ROFL either. And absolutely, under no circumstances, should you ever LMFAO. Instead, try IJBOL. Each bowl, I just burst out loud. It. Ball. It's the new cool thing to do. Millennial, LOL, it's retired. It's been nice knowing you. Who's laughing out loud now? <laughs> Jack, let's hit our three stories. 15 years before this song, two boys from the Northeast met in the dorm. They had an idea to cause a cultural storm. It's the best one yet, but the best is the norm. Jack Nick. That's it. I don't even think they need to practice. 50%, that's a fat tip. T-Boy City on your at-list. If you know, you know, cause we ready to go. We can't wait no more, so just start the show. Start the show. For our first story, Starbucks just had its best quarter ever. And it's all thanks to one thing, pumpkin spice. The PSL has only gotten stronger, but the PSL almost never happens. Eddie, Starbucks earnings were so strong last week that the stock jumped 12%. Jack and I had to sit down, stand up, and just stay seated on this one. Starbucks' corporate valuation hit $120 billion. Jack, could you sprinkle on a little more context there, please? In the food category... They only trail McDonald's. They only trail McDonald's. Oh, and looking ahead, Yetis, Starbucks ain't stopping. It's like they're drinking their own stuff. They already have a shocking 38,000 stores across the world. That's a lot of stores, Jack, and... They're adding 17,000 more to hit 55,000 stores by 2030. Yetis, Starbucks is on pace to add 3,000 new stores every single year. I think that's 10 stores a day for those math majors out there. Oh, and guess what? The sales last quarter, they jumped 11% to a record high. Starbucks' $10 billion in sales last quarter is the same as every human in North America buying four cups of Starbucks. But is here's what Jack and I found fascinating about this story. There's a lingering question all fall long, and here was that question. After 20 years, does the pumpkin spice still have its fall magic? After two decades, can pumpkin spice still drive sales. Starbucks's earnings showed us the answer. And the answer is that pumpkin spice is only getting stronger. The CEO of Starbucks said last week that pumpkin spice latte sales continue to stand the test of time. PSL for the win. He said that they just keep growing, like more than they even expected right now. There was a huge risk that PSL was a fad but it's an enduring sales driver. Oh, a great example of this, Starbucks decided to offer pumpkin spice one week earlier this August than they typically do. And that boosted store traffic by 26% people came to Starbucks just for PSL. 26% more Americans walked into a Starbucks because it was available a week earlier when it was 85 degrees outside. Now, this fall flavor is a uniquely American thing, right? Pumpkin spice latte? Yeah, hot dogs, Cracker Jacks, and pumpkin spice with your sweater. Absolutely. Turns out, PSL is also one of our greatest exports. Get this, pumpkin spiced cream chai tea? Uh, that was driving sales internationally for Starbucks. Sales of tea? Tea <laughs> got That's spice. <laughs> And as we told you earlier in the year on this pod, Starbucks introduced competition to pumpkin spice latte this fall. Starbucks introduced the autumn apple flavor, which many people thought would hurt Starbucks PSL sales. But it didn't. The CEO said that competition boosted sales of both flavors to a record this fall. Jack and I are looking at the situation. It's like the Barbenheimer of the coffee bean. Like they both were better because they were there. Pumpkin spice latte already made September and October. Starbucks' best two months of the year, every year. But this year, pumpkin spice gave Starbucks its best quarter ever. But pumpkin spice almost didn't happen. So Jack, what's the takeaway for all our buddies who may be drinking pumpkin spice? The PSL is a lesson in ignoring customers. Yeti's, the car innovator, Henry Ford once said, if I'd asked customers what they wanted, they would have said a faster horse. Steve Jobs once said, People don't know what they want until you show it to them. Well, similarly, Starbucks almost didn't launch the pumpkin spice latte because customers didn't want it 20 years ago. In 2003, the inventor of pumpkin spice... Peter Dukes, he tested 10 new flavors with 500 customers. And Jack, those 500 customers, what were their favorite flavors in that bunch? Chocolate caramel cinnamon, in that order. Pumpkin spice, it was confusing. Customers like didn't get what the pumpkin flavor was. It wasn't even in the top five of their choices. So based on that customer research, most companies would have not chosen the thing that wasn't even in the top five. And yet Starbucks leaders had the product intuition that this new flavor It was going to land. So they launched Pumpkin Spice Latte, despite the customer research telling them otherwise. Yet is the Pumpkin Spice Latte, the bold case when ignoring customers was the right move. For our second story, Clorox was hit with a huge cyber attack that has devastated sales. And this one hack has revealed how much of your home is dependent on Clorox. Yetis, three months ago, out of all the companies you'd expect to get hacked, Clorox, the cleaning supply company, got hacked. It wasn't just a computer hack. It was a factory hack, and it was huge. A cyber attack shut down Clorox factories. 275 employees down in Georgia. They couldn't do their work for Clorox. We just got the numbers. The cyber attack this summer was so bad for Clorox that sales fell by 31%. Clorox's stock just hit a five-year low. For a company with such regular, consistent sales as Clorox, a 31% drop is unheard of. Absolutely, because three months in, Clorox's operations, um... They are still not 100% back to normal. The hack is over now, but Clorox is still recovering from it. Oh, and the villain in this situation, we know who it is, don't we, Jack? Well, we know the name, but we don't know the people behind it. It's an anonymous hacker group that goes by the name Scattered Spider. It's the same hackers that shut down the casino in Vegas, and we hope... The FBI tracks him down and takes him to justice. We also hope that this is the plot of the next James Bond movie, because honestly, it feels like this could be, Jack. I think this was the plot of the recent Mission Impossible. A worldwide shortage of toilet cleaner brings James back from a luxurious vacation in the Bahamas. Take that money, Penny. You got this double O. But yet he's, <laughs> here's what Jack and I found fascinating about this story. The absence of Clorox has revealed something else about Clorox. Clorox has a monopoly. On your home. yeah, These Clorox basically has a monopoly on all the products in your pantry. And you know what? Each one of those Clorox products is the market leader. Let's start in the bathroom and make our way to the kitchen, shall we? Love that idea, Jack. Let's start in the bathroom with Clorox bleach. They're like classic OG products. Clorox bleach owns 68% of the bleach market. 68% of the bleach market? Is Clorox bleach? How about toilets? Clorox toilet cleaner is also number one in the category. With 41% of the toilet cleaning market going at Clorox. Garbage bags? Clorox owns Glad. Don't get mad, get Glad. Glad garbage bags, also number one in the market with 40% of the industry. And even Hidden Valley Ranch is owned by Clorox. We repeat, those wings that you are dipping right now into ranch dressing, Clorox owns Hidden Valley Ranch. And of course, that's number one in the category too. Because we can't even name another ranch dressing, can we, Jack? No offense, Paul Newman. And yet he's because of this hack, Clorox's dominant position in every single one of those markets is now vulnerable. The hack caused shortages of Clorox products this summer, so customers had no choice but to try out the number two brand. Whether it's bleach, whether it's toilet cleaner, or whether it's a salad dressing. So Jack, what's the takeaway for all our buddies with Monopoly on our pantries over at Clorox? Cyber attacks have become the natural disaster of business. Yetis, Jack and I have noticed a change in cyber attacks. Like, the damage is no longer just to computers and data, is it, man? Cyber attacks have been shutting down hotels. They're shutting down factories. They're causing shortages of physical things like a natural disaster. Exactly. The consequences of a cyber attack used to be digital, but now they're physical. And like a natural disaster, who suffers from the next cyber attack? It seems completely random. Last year was a meat processor, then it was a gas pipeline, then it was the casinos, and now it's Clorox and Hidden Valley Ranch dressing people. But cyberattacks aren't an act of nature. They're an act of man. We are not powerless to stop a hacking, like we are powerless to stop a hurricane. Now, yes, companies should shore up their own cybersecurity situation and like, two-factor authenticate all the passwords. But yet, we're also gonna need a public policy to prevent them because cyber attacks they become like the natural disasters of business. Zoc Doc. Yetis, you've probably used a restaurant booking app to book a restaurant reservation for Friday night. Wouldn't it be nice to use a simple app or website like that to book a doctor's appointment? Well, that's what ZocDoc is. I've used it for years. Jack, remember when I hurt my back years ago, that herniated disc? Yes. I was booking those doctor's appointments using ZocDoc. Because ZocDoc is an online platform to find and book tens of thousands of doctors, who take your insurance. It's kind of like a restaurant booking app, but for a doctor checkup, not a ribeye. On ZocDoc, you can browse top tier doctors who get patient reviews by verified patients and you can filter the results by your health insurance. It's just so much better than making a whole bunch of phone calls and just waiting on hold. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and then instantly book appointments with all of them online. Save time, Find the best doctors and avoid being on hold for like 30 minutes by booking through ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash T-Boy and download the ZocDoc app for free, and then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash T-Boy. ZocDoc.com slash T-Boy. Burrow. Yetis, it's ski season. So Jack, uh, I know what that means. Your brothers are coming up. Going to get some visits, man. (laughs) I have a guest room, but I'd need three guest rooms to house my three brothers and their families next. Like most people have one guest room if they're lucky, but that is where Burrow's shift sleeper sofa comes in. I've actually purchased two Burrow sofas before. I'm so excited for this sleeper sofa because it turns any room into a bedroom. Because Yetis, in under a minute, you can flip the seat cushions out and voila, a two-person queen-sized bed emerges. It's a beautiful sofa, That transforms into a cozy queen-size bed in one minute. Frankly, everyone should have one of these in their home. It's the shift sleeper sofa from Burrow. We wish Burrow would give me a promo code. Buy one brother, get two brothers free. You had too many brothers, Jack. In the meantime, (laughs) check out Burrow's seating options and all their incredible furniture at burrow.com slash t-boy and get 15% off when you do. That's burrow.com slash t-boy for 15% off your Burrow purchase. Burrow.com slash t-boy. For our third and final story, Sam Bankman fried was just convicted in one of the biggest financial frauds in history. What does his guilty verdict teach us? A lesson about fashion. he's for the last year, we've been calling Sam Bankman fried SBF, an alleged criminal. Right, Jack? Alleged. But now he's not alleged anymore. He's just a criminal. Yeah, we're going to cut the alleged, cut the asterisks on this thing. It's just straight up criminal after last week. Sam Bankman-Fried is a fraud, according to a jury of his peers. And that jury verdict was apparently like a really easy decision, wasn't it, Jack? (laughs) It took the jury just five hours to reach a guilty verdict on all seven charges that he faced. It took him just five hours. We've had dinners that lasted longer than this decision. Now a judge is going to sentence him to prison in March, and he could face up to 115 years in prison. Besties, somewhere in Hollywood, Hulu is already prepping the documentary. They're casting... For a crazy guy with crazy hair. But yet is now that the facts of this case are official, let's recap what Sam Bankman-Fried's crimes really were. And let's do it in relatable terms. Besties, imagine your local bank. Like everyone in your town or your city, they've got an account at your local savings and loan banking institution. Well, Sam Bankman-Fried was the bank manager. But he secretly withdrew customers' money without them knowing and then spent their customers' money. And he used customer money to make political donations and invest in risky crypto startups. And he used that customer money to buy houses in the Bahamas for himself, his family, and his friends. SPF even paid comedy legend Larry David a whopping $10 million just to do a one-minute TV commercial. Nick, the man's a sociopath. He paid $55 million to Tom Brady. $55 million of customer money to do 20 hours of work and make FTX look cool. 55 million bucks to basically hang out with Tom Brady, take a few selfies and play a few video games. That was it. Then, after all that money was spent by Sam Bacon-Fried, when customers came back and asked for their money, where'd my money go? It was gone. And Sam Bankman-Fried was able to do all of this because it was crypto, which is unregulated. And he did it from the Bahamas, which is even more unregulated. So customers had no way to get their money back because crypto, unlike your basic savings account, has no FDIC insurance. The official crimes he was guilty of were securities fraud, wire fraud, and money laundering. And that's why he could go away for nearly 115 years. But in simpler terms, he betrayed customer trust in the worst possible way. He spent their money. He spent money that wasn't his. So Jack, what's the takeaway for all our buddies who've been following this crypto fraud? Founder fashion has become a red flag. Yet he's Sam Bankman-Fried's brand. It was built around his outfit, like his t-shirt, his cargo shorts, and his self-proclaimed crazy hair. His unique look was a signal. He defied convention with fashion just like many geniuses in history have. And you know what? That signal, like, it works. Like Albert Einstein's head of hair, it became the symbol for his genius. And Steve Jobs' jeans and black turtleneck, or Zuckerberg's hoodies and sandals. But besties, in the last five years, some tech icons have manipulated that fashion formula in order to gain trust. Elizabeth Holmes dressed up just like Steve Jobs. Adam Newman dressed up just like Jesus. And Sam Bankman-Fried dressed up Like you didn't care. Yetis, we have fallen into a pattern of idolizing innovators. But now we realize that those innovators were wearing a costume. And the costume of founder is now officially a red flag. Jack, can you whip up the takeaways for us to kick off the week? Starbucks just served up its best quarter ever as the pumpkin spice latte is not going away. The PSL. It's the bold case when ignoring customer research was the right move. For our second story, Clorox sold 30% less product over the last three months because of a cyber attack. Cyber attacks, they become the natural disasters of business. And our third and final story is Sam Bankman fried He's now a convicted fraud and could go to jail for the rest of his life. Founder fashion is a red flag. But yet is this pod's not over yet. Here's what else you need to know today. The October jobs report. We just got it. Here's what we got. Here are the numbers. 150,000 new jobs ratted last month and the unemployment rate ticked up to 3.9%. Now, both of those are actually less than previous months, but taken as good news because the Fed wants the economy to slow down. They want it to chill out a bit. And second, after 30 years, Mr. Jeff Bezos of Amazon is leaving Seattle and moving to Miami. He says he loves Seattle. But he wants to be near his Blue Origin rockets, which take off at a Cape Canaveral. And finally, Yetis, remember when we did that story on AI landlords? Like algorithms that were choosing your rent price? That story got big. We got a lot of DMs on that story. Well, a cartel of landlords was just sued in Washington, D.C. for using the software we told you about to collude on high rents. AI landlords, you're not going to get away with it. Now, time for the best fact yet. This one DM'd to us by Nolan Stack, down in lovely Texas. Last week we covered a story about Six Flags, the theme park, which was merging in an $8 billion deal. Now, a lot of Yetis out there would want to know why is the Six Flags Amusement Park called Six Flags? Yeah, what are the Six Flags? <laughs> well, the answer is the six flags that have flown over Texas. It's a great trivia question. What are the six flags that that have ruled The state of Texas. Unlike any other state, Texas has had more flags control it than any other state. The first flag was the flag of Spain, which ruled Texas for a while. The second flag was the flag of France over Texas. At one point, Mexico came north and claimed Texas as their own. And then the fourth flag over Texas was the Republic of Texas, because Texas was once its own independent country. Now, the fifth flag was obvious, the United States of America, which still flies over Texas today. But the sixth flag is not as obvious. And the sixth flag over Texas was the Confederate. Yeti's six flags have flown over the state of Texas. And Six Flags is the name of their favorite theme park. You eat the popcorn, you throw up the popcorn. (laughs) Six times. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Yetis, you look fantastic to kick off the week. Jack, honestly, at the end of the show, you had me neither LOLing nor (laughs) OROFOLing or or LMAOing. I was definitely I J B O L. Yeah, how do you pronounce it? Each I was each bowling. I was each bowling, Jack. <laughs> I was each <laughs> Yeah, if you end up each bowling on something today, let us know. Hit us up at T Boy Pod, and if you haven't yet, check out T Boy Pod on Instagram. We got some fun stuff going on right now. And if you each bowl during this pod. Write us a review and let us know what you like. There's nothing wrong with an each bowl review. All right, we got any more CTAs for these Yetis, Nick? (laughs) I think we're done, Jack. I think we're done. (laughs) Yetis, Nick, and I, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you for T-Boy Tuesday. And before we go, a happy birthday and happy engagement to Jordan Klein, who is celebrating both of those wins over in San Francisco. Happy birthday to Laura Frederico in Morristown, New Jersey. And Wendy D.D. Oppenheim, the maker of banana bread, is celebrating a birthday in Southwest Ranches, Florida. And happy birthday to Juan Zavala, who's celebrating his 38th with friends and family in Illinois. And because of this pod, Jack. Juan jumped into the stock market. Juan, you got this. Good luck out there. And congratulations to Laura. Born in David who just got married in Washington, D.C. And their puppy, Bentley, was officiating the whole thing. Because puppy, people ultimately prioritize puppies. Yeah. Yeah. And Beth Neal has got a new job at Boston University. Congratulations, Beth. Congratulations to Azizi Williams and Malika Amandi, who launched a podcast, Happier Ladies. And Amy Gruenhut just ran her third New York City Marathon. And Roberto Carlos just ran his first New York City Marathon. And congratulations to everyone who finished the New York City Marathon. And to anyone else who celebrated something today, make it a T-boy. Celebrate the wins. This is Jack. I own stock of Amazon, and Nick and I both own ETFs of the S&P 500. Last week, stocks had their best week of the year so far. Yetis, the S&P 500 rose 5% last week. Here, Jack, hit me off. Hit me off for more of a bang on that, on that. Stocks just had their best week ever. You're feeling it. It's the best week stocks have had. You're, you're, you know, you're going to go get that truck. Your portfolio is marginally up. What, what's going on there, Jack? How are you feeling right oh, now? My portfolio is up less than the S&P 500, which always sucks. Jack, That's what is bad going feeling. on last week? There's if I had done news. less, I would have done more. Jack, what's going on in the market? Something's going on. Feed the energy. Stocks had on, their best week of the year last week. If you like the best one yet, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus and the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And before you go, tell us a little bit about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com slash survey. We want to get to know you. If you travel, you know how to pull off a perfect getaway. (gasps)